0: It is New Metal time on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie and I'm your podcast host. If you haven't done so already, you can check out Wall of Sound on social media. Facebook, Twitter and Instagram is where we are. Just search for Wall of Sound AU and join the community right now. A big show for you today. We are heading back to New Metal Madness. Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, all you could see anywhere popping up were New Metal Bands, Limp Bizkit, Linkin Park, Corn, 28 Days, so many... Many bands filled up the genre and is still around today doing big things including POD. Now they're going to be making their return to Australia playing songs from their amazing album Satellite and I've got Sunny from the band joining me later on to co-host and have a chat about their history including all the fanboy moments they were exposed to with The Matrix when they did the theme song from The Matrix Reloaded way back in the day. We're going to take a look back at the band's song Youth of the Nation which back in the day was inspired by Columbine and a local shooting that only happened a couple of blocks away from where they were actually recording their album satellite. Seven Dust also have a new album coming out very soon and I've got frontman Lejon Witherspoon stopping by for a chat. We're gonna discuss his band coming up in the new metal scene and the connection their new album has with the past. Plus there's plenty of new metal madness to get through today, so let's officially kick it off with the kings of new metal. This is Limp Bizkit's Nookie, a wall of sound up against the wall.
1: Hey, this is Paul Crosby from the rock band Saliva, and you're listening to Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. up against the wall.
0: Some of a Down on Wallop Sound up against the wall and they had some big news this week Announcing three shows over in the states alongside at the drive-in Unfortunately, they got fans hopes up when they put out a teaser picture A lot of people thinking it was a new album, but no, just those dates so far We'll keep you posted if anything else comes from that Hopefully we see some new music from those guys soon They're way too talented to stay quiet after all these years Talking about new music, if you're a big fan of Deathcore, you're gonna love the brand new Bleeding Through song It's called Set Me Free and it comes from their forthcoming album Love Will Kill All, which is coming up May 25th on Sharptone Records. Sticking to the Deathcore theme, an Australian band called Gravemind put out their new single Lifelike this week. Now compared to their previous work, they've gone a bit lighter this time around, and they're heading more in that metalcore direction. I caught up with vocalist Dylan Gillies Parsons recently, and he had a great comment to say about how US fans jump on a band and share it around like wildfire, whereas in Australia we've got this issue when it comes to liking a band, you don't spread it around until other people say it's cool. That's kind of like what's going on with Gravemind right now, but we need to get rid of that stigma completely and support upcoming Australian bands right here in our own backyard. Go online, go check out their new song and everything the band stands for. I guarantee you're gonna enjoy it and if you've got new music we need to check out Don't forget to hit us up on social media just search for wall of sound AU on Facebook Twitter and Instagram back into it though This is Evanescence with a song They're not gonna play ever again with the rap part in the middle of it. They said they're over it They didn't want to do it because the record company told them to do it. So it's not existent anymore This is bring me to life on wall of sound up against the wall
1: What's up everybody? This is Jerry from Papa Roach. You're listening to Wall of Sound up Against the Wall. Turn it up.
2: There's no money, there's no possessions, only obsession. I don't need that shit. Take my money, take my obsession.
3: Hey, this is LJ from 7Dust, and you're listening to Wall of Sound,
2: Up Against the Wall.
0: Flashback from 7Dust on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Still to come, Sonny from P.O.D. joining me to co-host. But I caught up with Lejon Witherspoon from 7Dust this week. The band have a brand new album coming out on May 11th. And I wanted to find out a bit from the man about what the band were doing in the studio. Because a lot of fans are saying their new music sounds a whole lot like the stuff they released all those years ago. He had this to say.
3: Uh, We can expect a driving, emotional album where we felt free, we felt rested. We felt like we came in with our A game and we just can't wait for everyone to be a part of it and to be a part of the future of 7Dust. Uh, if you've been riding with us this long, it ain't no reason to get off now. we got a lot more to go. All
0: right, let's talk about the fans who have been following you since all those early years ago. Uh, new Metal back in the day were, was one of two things. People immersed themselves in the genre and loved it, and other people kind of shied away and said, no, I don't want to get involved with that. Um, what were your thoughts on uh, New Metal back in the day, and do, do you feel like it's progressed to being, I guess you could say, in a way socially acceptable more nowadays?
3: Okay, I can be honest with you. I'm still kind of confused on what new metal is. Uh someone asked me that question. I feel like I've never I've never played stuff in a new metal band. I've always just said we're a metal rock and roll soulful band. And so, I don't understand the whole new metal thing. Uh I, I, just to me if some people feel like we're in that category I don't say anything about it because I don't understand why they put us in that so I still feel like I feel like we're old metal
0: <laughs> I guess you could say people hear different things in music compared to other people and one of the things that sort of always um, you know encompassed so many bands into the genre was the combination of metal, the combination of rap rock, you know all those elements in one and I guess you know listening to early songs like Praise for example that was one of the songs that I remember listening and thought you know you guys are compared to let's say a band like Corn in in that kind of genre.
4: Oh, thank
3: you. Well, you know what? I I you know, but that's funny. I never thought about it like that. You're right. You know, I come from a school of R&B. Rap, you know, and we I did all that stuff growing up, up until Seven Death. I was just from gospel to, you know, doing a little thing with rapping to, all, you know, so I, I can understand it, but, you know, I just never put a label on it, but I get it now. It's really cool. You actually explained it just then better than anyone has the whole time it's been a word.
0: <laughs> I've loved new metal for years, and no matter how many times people slam it, I'm going to defend it until the day I die.
3: Well, thank you. I love it, man. I'm on board now.
0: Awesome. Hey, LaJohn, before we move on, we're going to get on your brand new single, Not Original, right now. Give us a rundown of this one. It's a bit slower compared to the first release, Dirty.
3: Yeah, I just think it shows a a different side of the band. Well, not really a different side, but a side that a lot of people might not get to hear us do. But I, I think it's an awesome song. It's It really, you know, I feel like it kind of showcases my voice and to be able to do that with Elvis is incredible. I think we all go through uh, something we call writer's block and that song kind of talks about that and and, uh, trying to get some type of inspiration. So I think it's a beautiful thing and everything doesn't have to be heavy all the time. You know, I I think we're we're old enough that people uh, appreciate us doing different things.
0: Exactly, see they want a song that you play uh, And when they're in the mosh pit They can catch their breath and chill out a little bit Alright, we're getting that song on right now The new album All I See Is War Out May 11, LeJohn, thanks for stopping by Thank you, God bless it's from 28 days and this is Wall of Sound up against the
4: wall
1: of sound up against the wall with Brownie.
0: the tony hawk pro skater fans from way back when it's alien ant farm's wish on wall of sound up against the wall let's get into this guy
1: what's up family this is sonny from the band pod and you're listening to wall of
2: sound up against the wall we are
0: Their massive 2001 album, Satellite, launched them across the globe and they're still here to this day to talk about it. I'm so stoked to have Sunny from P.O.D. on the show now. Mate, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh mate, this is one of those moments where you can cross it off the bucket list, so I'm stoked. Thinking back about that album, <laughs> it was huge, like all over the world. And, and I remember because I was in my second year of high school, then it got shared around like from everyone. Did you ever imagine that the hype would be so big when you put out an album like that?
1: Never. (laughs) You know, we had been doing stuff independently for so long. And then even, I think even with our first mainstream record, um, they weren't expecting it to do well. And even when that album went platinum, then I think we just it just kind of put us on their radar. And so I don't even think that first album had, it didn't have international exposure. And it wasn't until, you know, they were excited about the second record, which was Satellite. And then, you know, it just shows you the power of a, a great label and who's willing to work for you. And they did that. And so we were lucky enough to, sell records all over the world and probably visit almost every country you know at that time and so we we consider it a blessing
0: and look the accumulation of fans you picked up over time i mean one of the draw factors for me thinking back you know all those years ago a friend of mine mentioned that you guys were a christian rock band and i've never heard anything like that before so that's what drew me in but the thing i loved was that you weren't preaching in a way if i can sort of explain it like that it wasn't like you know listen to our music and then yeah. follow religion it was just you guys doing what you wanted to do with a fantastic sound behind it
1: yeah, of course. And we've, and we've never said we were a Christian band or, or came out with that. I think the fact that we were so open about our faith, you know, and, and, and through all our independent years and even to now, you know, but this is art. This is music, you know, and, and our music is universal um, and our faith is personal, but we're open about it. So it was never we never marketed that angle or did any of that. You know, we just we're just being real, you know, we're being we're being true. um. And I think we kind of, you know, we relayed that in a way that, like you said, it wasn't, it wasn't preaching. It was just, it's just music and it was love and it was good vibes and it was, you know, about being human
0: and kind. And a fantastic uh, songwriting ability. I want to get into talking about Youth of the Nation. Uh, when this first came out, I remember, it, it, like, talk of the entire world was un- the unfortunate mass shootings over in America, especially in the schools going on. When you think back to writing that song then, has it ever crossed your mind to to do a follow-up and, and, and write another song about the current gun laws in America which are still not changed?
1: Um, yes, it has. But I, I think it's just more of a a natural process for us and not forced. I think at the time it happened so naturally. When we were doing stuff independently, the first time was with Columbine and because our stuff, our music was underground and, you know, we were asked to actually do a show in Colorado by the kids that attended that school at the time and so we've always had a connection, you know, and then when we started to write the satellite record, we were rehearsing and writing literally two blocks away from when it happened here in our own hometown of San Diego and so it was just very very personal to us at the time and it was um something that we felt we had to a- address you know and just like now whatever issues kind of happen you know we always uh, we never a political band but we always like to you know raise questions and throw, <laughs> and throw, yeah. throw things out there you know so uh, uh we always like to do that you know and, and leave things up to other people's uh, interpretations and so, we'll see what happens. We're
0: actually writing and recording now, so we'll see what happens. Oh, okay. So, th- there's a whole lot of stuff going on in the world right now. Can you give us a glimpse? Like, obviously, would it be an indication of th- the current state of America? Or is that a topic that you'd cover? it's definitely in the hat there's that's definitely a lot to talk about huh? <laughs> so we might
1: have to write a few records
0: <laughs> there you go you've got material for the next 30 years or however long it is until Trump gets out of office
1: yeah sadly that's the truth
0: look I want to take everyone back right now and get on Youth of the Nation Sonny are you cool to hang around for a bit more of course thank you here it is on Wall of Sound up against the wall
4: Same routine before I skate off to school, but who knew that this day wasn't like the rest? Instead of taking the test, I took two to the chest. serve much better.
0: Pod's hard-hitting youth of the nation and wall of sound up against the wall. Sonny from the band joining me now. Mate, something big happened after you guys put out Satellite and you got the chance to write a song for The Matrix Reloaded. This went massive. Like, I I can't stress the fact that your name popped up everywhere. Sleeping Awake was everywhere. For yourself being in the band and seeing all this attention coming your way, how was that?
1: It was amazing. Again, you know, when Satellite came out, we we didn't change nothing. You know, we were touring our butts off staying busy and it really we didn't even really see any difference until we started coming home and everybody's like, Man, you your name and you guys are everywhere. What's going on? You know, and then when we're walking to the airports and then you happen to see a, a magazine cover with the, your band on it, it was like, Oh dude, things are happening. This is crazy You know, and then the success was satellite and then and then when the Matrix came to us and they said we want you to do a soundtrack, that was a whole nother level. And then I think at the time the only One's uh, other band, other two bands in the running were Tool and Nine Inch Nails. So just to be among
4: oh,
2: wow. even
1: those two bands was in, insane to us. And so we had fun doing it. It's still probably one of my favorite songs, which means we're gonna have to rehearse that so when we get down you know what I mean? <laughs>
5: we're,
1: we're gonna have to bring that
2: one out <laughs>
0: well that was my next question they are gonna play that and definitely you have to but when you think about the matrix fans they're, they're a lot like star wars fans they're dedicated to the cause and committed to it did you come across any like crazy fan periods where they they would come and mob you or they they get you to sign weird shit N- nothing like that
1: but you definitely have the fans of the movie that, you know, might necessarily be a rock fan or whatever, but the fact that you contribute to something iconic like that, there is that weird connection. You know what I mean? Even if it's, we've done stuff for other movies too, you know, even if if it was like Little Nikki and that just happens to be one of them silly Adam Sandler movies that somebody that necessarily was not a POD fan would say, hey, I bought the DVD and your guys' video was on there. So there's always that connection or relation, but... I think that's the cool thing that you know we've been able to be a part of movie soundtracks or you know sports events or um, you know video games, and that's
2: just that's been huge yeah. for us.
0: I can't stress that enough. Too, I remember seeing those movies, and then when Number Two came out, and you guys had Sleeping Awake, I was so stoked for you guys back in the day.
1: Yeah, it was that was a cool time frame because we they were so secretive about the movie, and then uh, when we had you know written that song, and then I was watching the movie before and and kind of trying to put together some lyrical ideas and then which was crazy is that the, the two brothers when they heard the song they didn't want to release it because they were like did you guys see the movie and we were like no just, <laughs> just, yeah they had actually pulled the song because they thought we were giving away too much of the movie ah, and we begged, right. begged said, oh, please we love the song we've never seen the movie this is we're just going off of what you've given us so far you know and So finally they they did. They allowed it and we shot the video, which was a lot of fun. And it was just just a great time to be a part of that.
0: Look, it's all part of the legacy that you leave behind. And uh, what a legacy you have to show. Let's get on that song right now as well. Sleeping Awake from the Matrix Reloaded soundtrack and Wallop Sound, Up Against the Wall. If you saw The Matrix Reloaded, you would have definitely seen that song on the soundtrack. P.O.D., Sleeping Awake, The Band Are Coming to Australia, the tour kicks off April 17, and Sunny from the band joining me now. Mate, one of the last times I saw you would be 10 years ago uh, in 2008 when you toured with Disturbed. One big key factor that happened at that show was you lost your dreadlocks.
1: Yes. Oh, now, yeah, that's about... Uh... Right around the time. That's right.
0: Now, is it a situation of like Samson? You know, you lose all your powers once you cut your hair off?
1: <laughs> Not at all, man. I think I gained more power. <laughs> it was just more of a more of an insight for me and more of a you know, more of a sacrifice for me. At the time was just, you know, making changes in my life and that had become kind of my identity, you know, and, and, and as much as I love music and even this band and I feel privileged to be it it will never be my identity it's all, it's, just a, it's a part of it you know yeah um and so at the time going through stuff you know it was just time to strip down but now uh you know my son hes he's carrying on the, the tradition he's 10 years old but his locks are getting really long and i actually had a uh, when i had cut them i, I saved them and then uh I actually took one of them and and, and tied it into into his dread, so he's got one of mine locked up in his. <laughs> Crazy as that
0: sounds. That is like the, that's the ultimate fan dream. I mean, fans who obviously want to get a piece of you, your son's essentially got a piece of you on him for the rest of his life.
1: That's right, that's right. and Or at least until he decides to cut it, but I don't think it's any time soon he might be president of the United States, and I don't think they'll allow
0: that Well, let's hope he gets in, because you'll have a whole shitload of material to write songs about him then.
1: that's right man all kinds of good stuff
0: (laughs) all right mate uh with this tour coming down obviously playing the highlights from satellite but what else can we expect as rock fans who have been dying to see you on our shores again for a while oh
1: man we're just excited to get there i mean as you know we're we're a live band there's no real bells and whistles and over productions it's just us stripped down you know we're we're one of the old school bands that just plug in make some noise and expect the crowd to have fun go nuts jump off the stage and just experience it with us so uh, we're excited as always to be down there and uh, i just hope and wish that we can keep coming down as, as often as possible
0: well, let's get these tickets sold and people through the door so we can see that happen more often tickets on sale right now through metropolis touring sunny thank you so much for the chat my friend
1: thank you so much man for having me is it was, it was awesome Happy-
0: Luke from Ocean Grove. And you're listening to Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
1: against the wall.
0: incredible debut album, Hybrid Theory. That's Linkin Park's paper cut on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. And this year, I launched a segment called Two Songs That Changed Me. This is your opportunity to take over the podcast and get on two songs and tell the story about why they changed you. Whether it be two songs that got you through a hard time, two songs that got you into certain bands or genres, whatever their story might be, get in touch with us at Wall of Sound AU on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give us a like, follow us. You know, we're not that scary. And we'll get your songs on in future episodes. Hey, this is Troy from the Gold Coast, and the first song that changed me was Push It by Static X. They were the first metal band I listened to,
1: and it changed my outlook on music and inspired my love for guitar. Here it is now on Wall of Sound, Up Against the wall. Hey, it's Troy again. The second song that changed me was Falling Away From Me by Korn. I was bullied and an outcast at school, but Jonathan Davis's lyrics helped me vent my issues and stand up for myself. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. Let's play it now on Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. Wall of Sound up against the wall with Brown.
0: hidden track from the 30 Seconds to Mars album A Beautiful Lie. It's called Battle of One on Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. And if you missed it last week, they put out their new album America, and I have to say it is the worst pile of shit I've ever had the opportunity to listen to. Um, I put up an article about the band and, you know, my experiences joining the echelon and following this band since first discovering them back in 2005. From there, I dedicated myself to following this band, and I mean fucking everything, buying merch, going to the shows, spruiking them on MySpace back in the day, You know, they were a band that were just about the music and about the message and their fans too But then over time something happened and they became more of a brand than a band and uh, Jared Leto's ego kind of got the better of him in the end. The last bit of decent work I think in my opinion the band put out was their 2009 album. This is war after that moment I reckon they went on a very slow downward spiral of fan exploitation and turning against everything They stood for back in the day when you listen to the new album It sounds nothing like they've done in the past. It's like they're just jumping on something popular at the time and disregarded any of the fans they picked up along the way from early on in their career. The album itself, and the article I wrote about it too, is uh, dividing fans, and you can read it for yourself online right now at wallofsoundau.com. Just go down the bottom of the page and check out the opinion pieces. Then let me know what you think on our social media pages, wallofsoundau on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's sad to finally come to the conclusion, though, that after this album, I'm no longer a fan of 30 Seconds to Mars. It was good while it lasted guys. Rest in peace to the band and everything they stood for. But back into it though, another band who have divided opinion over the years with the albums they've put out. This is Disturbed, Prayer, on Wall of Sound, up against the Wall. <laughs> a wall of sound up against the wall. From from Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall, and the end of the new metal podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out. Don't forget to give us a like, subscribe, share this podcast around. And if you're on iTunes, rate us as well, please. I'm going to give a personal shout out to Aiden, Sam, Mark, Tony, Jesse for all giving us their thoughts on the podcast and giving us a rating too. Thank you so much guys and thank you for checking out this week's episode. Next week if you like your music a bit more mainstream I've got Biffy Clyro on for a chat. They're returning to Australia, they're going to play some shows and these guys put on a fantastic performance if you've never had the opportunity to check them out. They're coming up Australia's East Coast so if you can still get yourself a ticket, make sure you do it. To get you ready for it, I'm going to Play their track Bubbles right now. This is Biffy Clyro on Wall of Sound. Up against the wall. My name is Brownie. I'll catch you next week. Well, how's your view of things today?
4: Garb young to fade away. The sinners Simba aren't aware. Our fables take us everywhere. I. With history We'll film alive But dub our tail The mystery must stay inside Look at our homes Look at our lights In control of the morning In control
2: of the sea You are creating All the bubbles at night I'm chasing around and trying to pop them all the time We Don't need to trust a single word they say You Are creating all the bubbles at play There's it there's a girl.
4: Upset my can, Accused him of a moral slip Well he came back And claimed the change I know his life's the same again I can ask him again